Hi, my name is Amani Omieno, and this is the SEAL Team 2026 podcast, presented by Set Goalkeeper. Now, today on this podcast, we're going to be talking about two main things that's happened within the United States um, with soccer. Let me see here. The first thing I want to be able to talk about is going to be the Gold Cup. The Gold Cup. We recently just got the draw. Now, the Gold Cup's kind of a funny thing for me. Just because we're the kings of CONCACAF. Sure, we can go ahead and say Canada won, blah, 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 blah. No. We're the ones who got the furthest in the World Cup. We are the kings. We are the ones who represented the best. We are the kings. We are the future. We are number one. So, when you're looking at this draw, most teams uh, in the group, I never worry about who's going to be in our group ever, ever, ever. There's no need to worry. It's a waste of time, because uh, I always believe we should always be coming out top of the group every single time. Um, when it's coming up, who are we playing real quick? We're playing Jamaica, Nicaragua, and we're going to be playing the winner of the prelims. So easily right there, it should be us and Jamaica going through. We should be top, and when we go through, most likely we'll end up either most likely semifinals or finals against Mexico or Canada, and I see us getting the win there. We clearly have the better team. Um, heck, if you look at even the rest of the, uh, Gold Cup group, groups, Qatar is in a group with, uh, Mexico, and Mexico should be able to get out of there real easy. Like, anyone who is Canada, Mexico, um, you should be able to get out your group very easily. The, the, the quality that all three of our teams have are very, very high, um, and at the end of the day, um... We are the cream of the crop. We have the best European players. We currently probably have a better league. Maybe Liga MX is maybe a better league than the United States. But I still feel like the MLS is growing at a faster rate. We're able to pay players better, better infrastructure. Um, I think even better fields. Um, So it's an exciting prospect of what's going on at this World Gold Cup. I know that I'll be watching this. Uh, and uh, I can't wait for it to come up uh, very soon. Uh, Gold Cup is my one of my favorite things because I expect, I expect us to get silverware. It shouldn't be, oh, I hope we do well. No, I expect us to get the win. Uh, and when you look at the other groups, just not, not just besides ours, like I said, Mexico has Haiti, Honduras, Qatar. Easily they should come out on top. Canada has Guatemala, Cuba, and the winner of some prelims. Costa Rica, Panama, El Salvador, one of the prelims. So then... Um, all those groups are interesting, but either way, we should win this tournament very easily. It's going to be between June. Uh, we're going to be able to play, I think, first June 15th, between the 18th. Um, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I plan on watching it. I think Christian Pulisic will be able to carry us uh, to, to glory again. And he'll be lifting another trophy, hopefully as captain, or Tyler Adams will be lifting it as captain. Um, now... The next thing that has occurred recently is that we recently had the roster for the friendlies versus Mexico's uh, feature recently. Um, you know, this roster isn't getting me very excited. Um, I do still plan on watching the friendly, but the main reason this roster is not getting me excited is just because... The game falls outside of the FIFA window, which means we're not obligated to release the players at all. 
for that reason, the roster is completely made up of MLS-based players. The only two players that aren't out of the MLS is Alan Sonora with FC Juarez and Serginho Dest. We still currently have 10 players from the World Cup coming back for the squad, um, such as Dest, Sean Johnson, Aaron Long, Shaq Moore, uh, DeAndre Yedlin, Walker Zimmerman, Kellen Acosta, Christian Roldan, and even Jesus Ferreira and Jordan Morris. I'm happy to see those boys back. Um, I'm happy to see them get some uh, extra minutes and time, but it's kind of interesting if it's between... Again, it's kind of interesting if this game falls outside of the FIFA window. Just because I wonder what type of team Mexico will be providing. Who are they going to release to come and play for this friendly? Um, And I think, depending on the quality that they can provide, I think we can be able to make a major difference um, and see whose league is actually currently actually top of the food chain. Um, Looking at everything, uh, most of this squad does have a few players that I'm really excited to see play and get their first cap. Uh, Some of the players that I'm most interested in uh, are the young players that we might see even at the Under-20 World Cup. And those players are Cade Cowell. Uh, He plays with San Jose. Josh Winder. He's a 17-year-old kid who plays uh, in the USL for, I think it's St. Louis or Louisville City. Let me look that up real fast. It's Louisville City. I was right. Louisville City. And then he's a center back, and he recently actually just got signed for a million dollars to Benfica. So I'm so happy for him. Um, I actually just found out about him recently and started looking up some information. I love the way he plays, um, and I'm happy that he's getting this opportunity. Uh, he he could be he can end up being a future center back for the United States. John Brooks played it for Benfica for a little bit, um, so you know. There's a history of Americans doing well over there. Uh, and, God, I don't know if there's too many... I don't know if there's a major history of players or kids going from straight directly from the USL directly to a major European club in Portugal like that. Um, but, you know, Benfica's known for signing these American players once in a while. They did it with Freddie Adu, John Brooks... So there's a history. So it's a good thing that he's going there. There's pedigree. He won't be the first one. And I'm super, super excited to see what he'll do next year. And heck, he's making me, he's going to make me have to watch the USL uh, on ESPN Plus a little bit more to see what he can do and see how that team is playing. Um, next afterwards, it's going to be Caleb Wiley. He's from my area of Atlanta, uh, of Atlanta, and he actually plays with Atlanta United. He's a left back. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does, if they'll even start him. Um, we still currently don't really have a coach. We still have just an interim. So I don't know how he's going to play this out. Uh, I don't know if he'll give the uh, people who have been around longer the starts and then bring on the the kids. But uh, I want to go through the rest of the squad. I already brought up the 10 World Cup players. But again, most of this team is full of... So I'd say like... If you're a part of the A-team, you know who's a part of the A-team within this squad. Uh, at least Walker Zimmerman, 
He started at at the World Cup. Um, and then at least Serginho Dest. Both of those are A-team players. A-team players. They're, 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 they're starting most of the time. If we needed a major, if we had to go into a major tournament, they'd be our starting players. Um, with Dest, uh, it's, it's a sad situation with him. To be honest with you, I still I believe he's good enough to be able to play for Milan, but they they even released him during this time period, stating like we don't need you, um, and that that's be so frustrating. But he's looking for some game time, and I hope they give it to him, especially if he flew over from Italy to get could come over and get a friendly in. I want him to be able to start. Uh, I don't think he should captain the team. I would give that to DeAndre Yedlin. He has seventy seven caps, the most experience. Uh, I'd probably give it to him. Um, but, you know, that guy's a B-team player. Anyone that's gone to the World Cup, in my opinion, you can be a part of the B-team as, like, a backup if we need you to come on during a Gold Cup or any Nations League tournament when we're playing against Mexico or Canada. Um, just when we're playing against the top of the food chain, those B-team players just aren't, aren't really good enough. We need more depth in there. Um, let me just go down. Let me start off with goalkeepers. Uh, we have two goalkeepers, one Drake Callender with Inter-Miami, and uh, Roman Salentano with FC Cincinnati. They've never had a a start. It's their first caps. Um, I don't know if we're going to start them, personally. What I would be doing instead is starting Sean Johnson. He's been around for so long. So long. I think since at least 2010, I've known about Sean Johnson being in and around the team. And I want him to get more opportunities, get more caps. He's earned it. Um, he's always been there. He's never complained. He doesn't say, you know, what about me? What about Sean? He just shows up, does his job, goes back to his, goes back to work. And I think he recently got signed by Toronto FC. So it'll be a good experience for him to just get some, get some minutes underneath him in case we need him. Afterwards, you know, we have Sergio Des, like I said, um, flew over from Italy. Um, to come play in the final, to come play with us over here, and I think it's a good, um, it's good for him to get some minutes with us, man. He's, he's st- I think he's still our number one right back, but he should be very careful, very, very careful, because Timothy Weah is playing right back for Lille at the moment in time. If he does well enough, he can take his spot, and we can be able to replace, you know, that Timothy Weah spot with someone else later down the line. May that be Zendejas. Taylor Booth, Brendan Aronson. There's options. So he has to still remember, I might need to get a move in the summer to get more playing time so that I can still develop. And I hope that's in the back of his mind. Aaron Long is in the team. Uh, No disrespect to him. I don't know why he is in the team, but uh, congratulations. You're in it. Um... I don't really want you there too often, but uh, you're there, and I'm happy for you to be there, man. Uh, I'll be able to watch you play. Julian Gressel used to play for Atlanta United. I've seen him play live plenty of times. I'm glad that he's getting uh, another shot to be able to show his skills and be able to get to play, hopefully. Uh, we'll keep going down the line. Matt Miazga. Oh, he was uh, one of the Chelsea signings back in the day, but now he's back in the MLS. Um, heck, I wouldn't mind to see Matt just get a start. If I, if I was the coach, I'd probably want to start Matt and Walker, possibly. Uh, I don't want to just start Josh Winder right away. I'd bring him onto the pitch. Don't want to put too much pressure on him. But even if the kid soaks up all the pressure and he does well in training and 
does bits where people are like, yo, I understand why Benfica wants this kid. We need to have this man start right away. Go for it. I'd love to see that. Um, heck, if we can even give Caleb Wiley a start or bring him on later on, I would put Julian Gressel probably at the left back. I think he plays left back or Shaq Moore uh, and be able to bring on the kid to be able to give him some experience. Um, and heck, it's your first starts against Mexico. That's huge. That's a dream. It's my dream, at least. Um, I think I already brought up Walker Zimmerman being in, in, the, in the team. We, he has to start. I think he has to start. He's one of our best center backs that we have in the MLS and uh, in the pool. Uh, he started alongside Tim Raymond, did fairly well, besides the Wales game, of course, but he did fairly well. I, I don't need to be too harsh on him. I respect him. I, I like the way he plays, and uh, he also, uh, you know, he's from Georgia, so I, I'm from Georgia, and man, I, I respect and uh, appreciate his style. Uh, as we go towards the midfields, we'll have Kelly and Acosta, Aiden Morris. Um, those two are most likely going to be the starters. Uh, Aiden Morris is having a pretty damn good season so far, very solid in the MLS, Kellen Acosta is always like kind of playing like a six out of seven for the team uh, within the United States. I've never actually had like an issue with him. He's very consistent. You know what to expect from him. Uh, as we continue, we have Christian Roldan uh, with the Sounders. James Sands is back in the area. Not surprising that they're putting James Sands in midfield. I saw him when he was at Rangers being as a defender most of the time. Um, so that's interesting that they list him there. Uh, I could be wrong. I got a lot of this list from The Athletic. They could have made that as a mistake, but no problem. We have Alan Sonora. It's still the same thing with Alan. I've never really seen him play. Yeah, he plays in Mexico. I have Fubo TV, but I don't watch FC Juarez. Um, so, I mean, I think it'd be interesting if he gets some time. I'd watch it and see how he does. And then Jackson Ewell. That's surprising. Plays for San Jose. He's been around not too long, I think. But I don't know why he's in the team. I don't know what he's done that's been so great at San Jose, um, but uh, I wish him the best, and I think he's going to do great today. I can't wait to see if he's actually going to get like a, <laughs> an opportunity. Uh, again, it's a, it's a weird feeling of saying, I'm not even that excited for this friendly. I'm still going to watch it just because I'm a degenerate, and I love the United States um, national team. But at the end of the day, it's not the best... Not the best uh, not the best squad, unfortunately. Uh, and then, of course, we have Paul Ariola. Oh, man, this guy is just a, a hard worker. You know, when we have, uh, what's that one song? Work hard, play hard. This man works his socks off on the pitch. You know, he's 50 caps, 10 goals. He knows, he has the experience. Give him the start, man. I want to put on experience first, let him be able to get some minutes underneath these boys' belts, give them some time, and then bring on the youth. Once people's legs are heavy and tired, bring on the youth and make them run. Um, so Paul will be able to take advantage of those guys right away. Boom. You know, right on them. But uh, as we go on, K. Cowell, like I said before, um, I think this is either like his first or second uh, appearance possibly. Um, but uh, I know that he's played for the under-20s. And he'd be able to help the, he helped the squad be able to make the under-20 World Cup. Uh, so he'll. I, I'm glad that he's getting the opportunity to get that chance to show his skills uh, with the main team. And then we have Jesus Ferreira. Uh, Jordan Morris is an interesting character right now. He is super hot in scoring. I saw. I watched him score four goals in a game, and I was just like, "Yo, put this man up at number nine." 
but it's awkward because we also have Brandon Vasquez, who was hot last year. Um, he's not as hot this year, unfortunately, at the age of 24. That could be a problem moving forward. But I'm not going to go too deep into that. I think we just need to give some people time. It's still a job at the end of the day, and he's always working to be the best that he can be. And I think he can come good. He's a very solid player um, for Cincinnati, especially last year. He had big numbers. And uh, hopefully he can be able to keep that, keep those numbers rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, heck, you know, most of this squad is basically full of just two A-team players, and the rest of the team is either B-team players or C-team players. And a lot more of them are, I feel like, C-team players can involve, like, Jackson Ewell. I've never really seen him be a part of the A-team whenever we have major tournaments. Um, heck, uh, Aiden Morris could be a part of the C-team if he can break in. That can give him an opportunity. Shaq Moore, he could be moving towards the C-team, even though he's a part of the B-team because he was at the World Cup. But he could be moving towards that if he doesn't start stepping up his game. Um, and as we continue down the line, what other players? Like Cade Cowell should be fighting for it to be a part of the B team. Jesus Ferreira, B team. Paul Ariola, he's getting a little older now, but I'll give him the B team. I'll give him like a B minus, you know, and then he's he's on the cusp of like C team if he doesn't be able to like have a better end product. Uh, Jordan Morris, I'd say he's a B team player, but he's if he scores, how many goals would he have to score in the MLS for me to start thinking he can start for us up top? I'll say 20 to 25, and I'll start thinking, yeah, let's give this guy a chance on the bench or something like that. But I would still think, but I would still think anyone who plays in Europe is going to be a better striker than, than Jordan Morris. Easily. Um, so he's in a weird spot where I don't know if they're going to put him up top. I don't know if they're going to put him on the wings. Um, but if I was uh, Anthony Hudson... I'd most likely do just a 4-3-3, like what we usually do. Um, be able to put Sean Johnson in the back. I would then afterwards have Dest, Serginho Dest, uh, Matt Miazga, Walker Zimmerman. And then on the left, I would go with DeAndre Yedlin, maybe? I don't think he's a left back. I might be thinking crazy. Either DeAndre Yedlin or Julian Gressel. And then we can bring on the Young Guns. Um, so let me let me get that defense right. So I want Serginho Dest. I want Matt Miazga. And then I want Walker Zimmerman. And then uh, DeAndre Yedlin. And uh, in midfield, I think we should go with Kelly and Acosta and Aiden Morris. <sighs> and Christian Roldan. That's what I think we should go with. Um... I don't know, again, I don't know too much about Alan Sonora, but if he gets a start, it'll give me an opportunity to see that so I don't have to keep not understanding uh, how he keeps getting these call-ups again. But at this point in time, it's exciting to see what he's about. And then finally, up top, I want Paul on the right. Uh, most likely what's going to end up happening is that we're either going to have a Jesus Ferrer or Brandon Vasquez up top. I don't know what they're going to do there. And a Jordan Morris on the wings. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. That's the team. It's exciting. We have some youth in there, some veterans in there, a good mix. Um, unfortunately, you know, this friendly really means nothing. But anytime you play Mexico, ooh. Ooh. Anytime you play Mexico, we, we should get the win. I play Mexican League soccer, and I want to be able, every time we get the chance to play Mexico, I want to beat them. 
every once in a while, I wake up with a nightmare where I'm Tim Howard and I'm crawling after the ball with Giovanni Dos Santos. I hate playing Mexico. I hate watching Mexico play us, and I love beating them. So let's go for the win. Let's go for the juggler. Let's keep up the momentum. This is the road to 2026. This is the SEAL Team 2026 podcast, episode number three. You guys have a wonderful day. Peace be with you. Bye-bye.